0: Without ado, let's get into the show.
1: Hey guys, welcome to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. And as you know, I'm always love connecting, networking with individuals, people on the cutting edge, getting their insights, sharing that wisdom with the audience. And today I'm happy to introduce John Largen. And he's gonna talk to us all about podcast production through his company. He's spoken at numerous high profile events podfest about podcasting and i'm really excited to talk about podcasting you know it's a really nascent technology has a lot of potential so john welcome
2: thank you so much dr chris it's great to be here
1: yeah i know uh you know it's interesting we were talking backstage and we had connected through a mutual connection and you know you've spoken on several you know high profile events so i'm happy to get guests of your caliber on my show so Tell everybody about your story and, um, you know, we'll get into it.
2: Yeah. So uh, thank you again. It's, it's a pleasure to be here. Uh, so I started podcasting uh, actually in 2007, which is really when the industry started taking off. But my my background is as a healthcare administrator. I did that for 28 years and uh, really wanted to, uh, uh, much like yourself, I wanted to change directions and do some things that uh, really interested me. And like a lot of people that started, especially back then, I started podcasting in a closet. And uh, was, it was an interesting thing because I spoke to my wife, and, and I told her what I wanted to do, that I wanted to switch careers and and she said, well, what do you like? And I said, I like sports. I like food. I like, you know, healthcare, obviously. And she's like, well, if you can find a way to, to make money doing that, then you go for it. And so I did and started a little uh, sports podcast and uh, it caught on and got a lot of uh, attention and got some sponsors. And it really uh, shifted completely for me. And then some of my friends started asking, well, hey, hey, can you tell us what this podcast thing is and could you help me start it? And so that just lit a a, a light bulb in my head that, hey, I could create a a podcast agency that helps people in different industries to start their own podcast. So that's what I did. Yeah, I love that. I love talking to people early on. And um,
1: what's interesting is you said you started podcasting in your closet. Was that because, uh, because I was during the pandemic, um, I was podcasting in my closet because everybody was stuck at home. So I didn't have anywhere else to go. (laughs) You talk about three reasons not to start and three reasons to start immediately. Tell us more about that.
2: Yeah, I think that, you know, the, it's kind of a, um, a bait and switch uh, title because I really want people to podcast but I only want them to do it if they are committed and you know this but the 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 three reasons that that I tell people not to start a podcast is don't start a podcast if you don't have time. If you're going to just put a microphone to to your face and start talking, that's great. you can be a hobbyist. But if you really want to be successful, you need to have the time. And that time could be uh, two to five hours a week. Uh, If you're going to record, if you're going to learn to edit, if you don't know how to edit, if you're going to learn to uh, put it out on distribution platforms, if you're going to create the repurposing on YouTube and other places, it just takes time. So I tell people, don't start if you're not going to take time. The other two, the other one is... Don't start a podcast if you're not willing to do some research. If you're going to have quality guests on or if you're having a podcast where you're just doing all the the talking yourself, have some knowledge and be authentic about it because people can smell uh, inauthenticity. I think that's a word. uh, And they want to make sure that they're listening to somebody that has some authority on the topic they're talking about or they have a passion for it. And the third thing I say is do not start a podcast if you don't have patience. And that's one of the big things. Uh, A term that's used in the industry is pod fade. And it's basically you do two or three episodes. You don't have a million listeners. You're not the next Joe Rogan. And so I give up. And so those are the three things that I tell people uh, why they shouldn't start a podcast. But it's really all uh, in a way to motivate them to understand what the commitment is to uh, to actually start one
1: yeah i love that uh
2: like i said uh take
1: the long approach you have like you know short-term strategy then you have long-term strategy longevity you talked about pod fading so one thing is uh talking about so basically since i think podcasting kind of hit mainstream like 2019 but you know you started wave before that and then so you so you talk about facts over fiction and the unfiltered truth of starting a podcast. I'm really curious about that.
2: Yeah, you know, as an agency, uh, we want to make sure that, that that a podcast is going to deliver what you want it to. And whether that's to build a brand, whether that's to um, create an education platform for something you're working on, whether you are uh, looking to just entertain, uh, Those are those are all valid reasons to start a podcast. Each one of those has their own specific needs uh, from you as the host to be able to practice, get better because I'll, I'll be honest with you, my uh, first podcast was not great. You can tell I've got a twang in my voice and uh, I'm from Southeast Texas, uh, not too far from where, where you are now, but uh, out kind of in the country a bit. And uh, I really worked on my my accent and thing like things like that. And I learned at one of these um, conferences, don't do that. Don't be inauthentic. If you've got, if that's how you sound, that's how you sound. And pe- people will either like it or not like it, but uh, don't change who you are. And so, from a perspective, creating your podcast, it's so important that you enjoy the topic that you're talking about and that the love of the content is the first thing that it comes to mind. The monetization speaking, the other things that you may be interested in will come later because it will shine through that the content you're creating is valuable to to listeners. And it's something that they want to listen to and hopefully subscribe to and listen to every week. I love that. And um, again, this is talking about the um,
1: long-term approach. So, you know, for these audience out there, they want to start a podcast, um, you know, hopefully they don't get pod fade, but you know, what are seven success steps for podcasting su- success and, you know, kind of words of inspiration, wisdom when they, you know, they get in and they, they, they just uh, push through and uh, get through it?
2: Yeah, I, I think the one thing we teach and uh, when we coach some of our clients is that you have to think of your podcasting uh, as a three-legged stool. Right. So the, the, the three legs of the, the stool are know your audience. That's the first one be authentic that's the second leg and the third one is be consistent and i can tell you a number of stories about um the last one especially uh because when you make a connection with an audience they expect to hear you on a weekly basis or or whatever that interval is that frequency that you're doing your show and so uh i'll, I'll give you a good example we have a client that's a a, a well-known um, plastic surgeon. Um, He's got a really popular show and his show comes out every Wednesday at 10 a.m. in the morning, Pacific time, noon, central time. And uh, for, for some reason, when we loaded it into the system, the scheduling software didn't work for whatever reason, or it could have been human error, but the show didn't come out at 10 and we started getting texts we started getting social media hey where's the show hey is is the doc okay is what you know it was just just really because they have a personal connection and they wanted to make sure that uh, they may not listen to the show but they get a they get a note a message on their phones that say hey there's a new episode out now and so that gives them the peace of mind hey this is hey everything's good in the world but when it doesn't happen and they look on their phone and they say hey this episode hasn't come out. They feel personally involved because you do have that intimate connection. So, again, those those things, knowing your audience, being authentic, and being consistent, are the three foundational tools of having a successful podcast. And, and the other things I would say are, are some of the things we already talked about. I mean, be patient with yourself. You know, you you, you don't go from not doing any kind of media to working. For Netflix or 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 CBS, you know CNN or whoever it is, you take baby steps, and and, and it's going to take time for you to grow that real audience and connect with people, so that they can then share with others, and that's when it really, just like podcasting, really took off. Um, I think your personal sh- podcast can really take off. It's that hockey stick uh, graph that you look at where you kind of, you, you know, you you have consistent listeners but there there may be not a lot of them and then all of a sudden for some reason those people have shared your information your podcast with their friends their families other people at work and the success takes off but it takes patience to get there
1: yeah it's all patience and like i said you talk about um you know we'll talk a little bit about um learning a new profession by you know keeping your current job because people still have bills to pay but uh how how can people get their podcasts to uh, stand out, you know, kind of give that umph,
2: you know, when they're first starting out? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. And one of the things that we teach people, and it's easy to do, but get them involved from the get-go. First of all, have that first episode that tells them about you, tells them not about the show, but just, this is me, this is who I am, and this is why we're going to have this conversation. And we're going to have a conversation, which means I'm not going to do all the talking. I want to hear from you. So the sooner you can engage with them, and that can be something like uh, on your social media, you can put a poll up every week. Hey, I want to talk about one of these three subjects. Which one do you want to hear about this week? And actually listen, watch the poll numbers, have it for a specific amount of time. And then announce this is what we're going to talk about before you have the episode. And then they really feel like, okay, he's listening. He's, he's legitimate. He's going to listen to, to our suggestions and engage with us. And I really like that. So I'm going to, I'm going to invest my, my time, whether it's driving or working out or whatever you're doing to, to listening to this podcast. That's one of the main things is start from the get go, get your audience. Even if it's five people starting, get those folks involved and have them craft the direction your podcast is going to go. Because it will, they'll, the audience will always tell you what they want to hear.
1: And um, for those people that are, um, I see this quite often on social media. Is like, you know, people want to start a podcast, um, but then they have their current job. You know, podcasting takes time, it may not replace, you know, can supplement, but um, how do they bre- carve out that time learning pr- the profession, you know, kind of learning the skills while keeping their, your current job?
2: The the thing that I did initially, I found a niche time every Saturday morning early where the kids and my wife were still asleep and I could focus and it could be quiet and would just commit that time on my calendar. That, that is so important. You have to treat it like any other have to do in your life you have to put it on a calendar you have to give it a time and you have to commit to that so every every saturday at 4 a.m i was up doing a podcast would i have rather been sleeping yes but it was important to me to get started with this podcast and i found out that 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 made every other aspect of of my daily routine was unaffected uh, and it was up to me to to do those things and to create that and as far as learning the craft um there are tons and i would i would suggest there are tons of ways uh, going on to youtube and just asking how to start a podcast you're going to get 100 different versions of it but you can take pieces from each one of them that fit you, your lifestyle, what you're wanting to do, what your budget is to buy a microphone or or a laptop or whatever it is you need to do. And you can take little pieces from each one of those to start. And, uh, and I encourage people to do that. But it, it, again, it takes, even with starting, it takes some research and homework to get it right.
1: We talked about the time part. And then, you know, how much, you know, for example, for low budget versus mid to high, how much money does it cost to start um you know is it really expensive
2: people are people are wondering it it can it can be expensive uh when I first started I didn't know what I was doing so I had all this equipment in there in the closet with me and uh and now you can you know literally start a podcast on your phone there are apps out there like anchor that uh, you can start edit and distribute your podcast uh from a phone And the technology in our phones these days creates pretty good audio quality. If you want to be more uh, engaged and have a more long-term commitment, then yes, there are different tiers. And and you can start a really nice podcast with a USB microphone for um, $100. Um, So it just kind of depends on what you want to do. And if you're in the case of us where we started with nothing bought a bunch of equipment we now use as doorstops and things because the technology's gotten so much better um but you can get as um you know, I've got multiple monitors here in my studio and I've got a couple of clocks and things that help manage my time when I'm hosting and uh, not necessarily a guest. So you can really become elaborate and and just learn. Uh, again, there are so many different ways and and what you want to get out of it. I know we never really considered video, but now uh, since pandemic, we're like, OK, we're going to commit our podcast to creating a video aspect of it as well so i have lights in here and, and we try to to accommodate guests that uh, we can then use for other platforms and uh, and so it's an, it's an ongoing evolution of what you want your podcast to be
1: yeah i love that um cuz i you know when i first started out it was just audio and then i had a thumbnail and then as video came in, and then it was like you can put on the youtube and you can create blog posts out of it you know as we come to the kind of the closing Two more questions is one is uh, how do people, you know, once their podcast gets, you know, can drive pretty good income, you know, and then to go all in, you know, what do you say about people that have that fear that, that taking that leap from, you know, safe comfort and safety to entrepreneurship? How, what do you say
2: to them? Yeah, you have to, you have to bank on yourself. I, I left a six figure job, this cold turkey. I gave them a lot of notice. I gave them like six months notice but i said on this date i'm quitting and i'm starting to do this and uh they didn't take me that seriously at first and Mm -hmm. then when they saw that i was leaving uh they they understood but i just you know i'm not one of these people to be foolish or or to take big risks but i i had done enough homework on the industry to think okay i can do this and the only way I can do it is to be unwavering in my commitment to myself, to the clients that I'm trying to get with and to the process. And, uh, and that's the beautiful thing about being an entrepreneur is you can nowadays, especially you can ease into it, uh, start part time, start to build some revenue. And then when those when those revenues kind of even out between your your 9 to 5 and what you want to do with podcasting then you can make a decision. I probably didn't make the wisest decision by just stopping cold turkey because our income disappeared, but long term it paid off and I would I would say if you're very uh, and confidence is one of those things that a lot of people, that keeps them, the fear, the um, unknown, and that excites me. I, I love the unknown. So, you know, it's, it's, it's always one of those things where uh, I, I want to bet on myself and bet that I can create something that other people will want to uh, consume or become a part of. You know, that's not something you can necessarily teach but it's one of those things that you can coach people to to take that chance and take that risk on themselves and and really be confident in what they're doing, even if they don't know exactly all the steps at the time.
1: Yeah, yeah. Speaking of, you know, you help you help uh, coach content creation for new podcasts. How can people reach out to you, contact you, check out your social medias, and work with you?
2: yeah that thank you it, uh, social media is game day on uh, Instagram and our website is game day on the world wide web so uh, uh we've got a contact page there you can reach you can see some of our work that we've done and uh and if we can help you we're happy to do it even if you want to talk about some ideas I'm happy to hop on the phone and uh and share anything I can with you
1: yeah and uh for all the audience out there let's thank John for- Coming on this podcast early adopter and um, pioneer in podcasting Uh, be sure to all of his resources will be in the links and show notes and um, thanks for a fantastic discussion
2: thank you dr chris it's a pleasure to be here
0: another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and NA, member FDSE. I hope you really enjoyed
1: that wonderful, inspirational, motivational piece. Again, if you wherever you are listening